At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by drawyoupicture.com, where you can get me to draw you just about anything. Check out what I've done for others. See what I can do for you at drawyoupicture.com. Also by our patrons like Jake Yandel, James Forshe, and James Spangler, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, stickers, and more. Join today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Whoops. Uh, join today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Kia ora, this is Elizabeth from New Zealand, and you're listening to That Story Show. And for the record, it's Caramel. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into a sleep. I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people, this is that story show where we bring your real life stories into the spotlight. It is episode 417. Brought to you the week of July 14th, 2022. I'm your host. My name is James Keniston. My good friend is here. Hey, I'm John. James, did you hear about those two guys that stole a calendar? No. Yeah, they did. They both got six months. Oh. <laughs> so they didn't. I tell that one already? It sounds so familiar. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. think so. It's been a couple weeks anyway, oh, so. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Uh, uh, six months, man. How are it, you? Was it worth it? You ask. I, I don't, don't think so. I don't know. But uh, how, 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 how are you? How are you doing, John? Oh, oh man, it, was, it is the what second week of July here. Yeah, and same here. Um, it's good. I uh, I just got over a little bit of a, a COVID thing. Look so, at there. Look at there. Yep. Well, we missed so you. So I might sound a little strange, but maybe I sound awesome. I don't know. Yeah, you you, you do sound awesome, John. You, you do <laughs> sound awesome. <laughs> well, uh, we missed everybody the last couple of weeks, so we're glad to be back. Um, yeah. So anyway, we are back. So now we're going to read you a story. It's uh, our opening story because we always start with a story. This is Jody B. from Beaver Creek, Ohio. She says, I was visiting my mom and her husband in Texas, and I had my two small children with me. My son is almost two. My daughter was about six months old. My mom had made a wonderful dinner of fried chicken with the fixings and apple pie in the evening. Mm. And I got there, and she worked really hard cooking. Later that night, mm. she said she didn't feel real well, so she went to bed early. I woke up the next morning with my baby daughter, and I fed her, changed her, took her into my mom's bedroom, and laid her next to her. As a sweet wake-up site for my mom. That's that, that, that is sweet, unless the baby stinks. Um, as <laughs> you know, or starts. She made sure of that. She yeah. made sure of that. As they laid there, I thought it, I would let them spend some alone time together. So I thought it would be a great time to make my mom breakfast in bed, since she had made that wonderful dinner for us the night before. I thought. Hey, pancakes, they're easy enough. So yeah. I searched around the kitchen. I couldn't find the normal type of butter that I used uh, the, from the fridge. So I, But I did find a small pail with some cooking oil in it. And I thought, hey, I'll just put the cooking oil in the pan. I'll cook the pancakes and they'll be fine. So I made the pancake batter. I got the cooking oil nice and warm. And I proceeded to make some nice fluffy pancakes. Mm. And I took the nice breakfast into my mom who was laying there with my baby and my baby was cooing and smiling. It was just this great moment for them and for me. So as my mom was eating her pancakes, I mentioned to her that I couldn't find butter in the fridge. So I used the oil that was in the small pail uh, mm. to cook the pancakes in. And she got very, she got a weird look on her face. She stopped chewing her pancakes immediately. She asked me, what, what pail of cooking oil? And I said, the one that was sitting on the counter next to the stove. And she got an even weirder look on her face. And she told me that it was not cooking oil. It was used fish oil that they had used to fry fish in. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> she asked me 
if I had not noticed that the oil was a little dirty <laughs> and fish dirt in it. So I told her I didn't. Uh, I didn't pay too much attention. I was probably sleep deprived from the plane ride with an almost two year old and a six month old by myself the day before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just blame it on blame it's it on mom path. stuff. You know, I I asked my mom why she kept eating them <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> And she said she didn't want to make me feel bad, even though they tasted a little fishy. <laughs> well, we had a good laugh about it and, and have for many years after that. Jody B. from Beaverton Creek, Ohio. That's amazing. Something fishy about these pancakes. Thanks, sweetie. They're wonderful. They have a interesting aftertaste. <laughs> What'd you make these out of, by the way? Just questioning. Yeah. Just Why? Uh, why do I want why do I want uh lemon and butter on on my pancakes? Hmm. No. I feel like some old bay would be good with these. <laughs> old bay seasoning. Uh, you know, I'm trying to trying to find out find the words to describe these pancakes. But I keep I keep fishing for them and, and nothing's coming, you know. So. <laughs> I can see that you're floundering around with those, Mom. <laughs> What's wrong? Oh, uh, your salmon was. Oh, never mind. I have nothing. I have nothing. I ran out. I just wanted to say salmon. Um. Anyway, it's time for us to rewind. Uh, uh rewind the week. Okay. So, um, I think that mom got catfished by those pancakes. <laughs> That's <laughs> punishment. For, I'm sorry for your joke. <laughs> it's just the post-COVID cloud. You should have tuned uh, that into a better joke. <laughs> so stupid. So that was so dumb. That was so dumb. That was mine. Was the I'm worst. laughing. <laughs> I got a little sweat from that laugh effect. <laughs> so dumb um uh anyway okay so it's been a while and um and uh <laughs> we 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 went on a vacation uh, I, I say vacation vacation is where you go where you relax but uh, we went to visit family and i <laughs> so that's a trip you know what right, i'm saying that's right it's you know a trip so we went from st louis to to uh florida north florida south georgia and visited my brother, which was awesome. My mom, my sister. Um, I got we got to see Jen's dad and mom and sister, and and we got to see the nieces and nephews, and and it was really great, and um, it was awesome. But on the way back, uh, I was driving, and I've I've lived in Florida most of my life, I would say, you know, and. Uh, everybody that doesn't live in florida thinks first of all that florida is wonderful and and and, and it is in its own way but it is a, it's it's not also it it has nature <laughs> and and the nature wants you to yeah. leave florida so yeah you know there's lots of uh critters and there's lots of vegetation that is poisonous and stingers and you know it's just there's the moss people will pick moss off the trees and bring it home and they oh, don't yeah, know the that there's moss. there's red bugs in the moss that will be, embed themselves in your skin you know yeah, it make you itchy yeah it's 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 just terrible it's a terrible place and there's also alligators and um yeah. snakes and and Not when so when we lived in florida um my wife had a weird idea she was like she had heard about an alligator you know getting in somebody's pool and this is apparently a a fairly common occurrence because where we lived, there was a lot of canals and, and gators just love shallow water. You know, they love the canal mm -hmm. system. And so they hang out there. So she looked up on the city website. What do you do when you get a gator in your pool? And they said, don't call us. It's your gator. Don't call the city. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't call animal control They're They're not going to send anybody out. You have to hire somebody to come out and, and remove the alligator. So I thought that was pretty, I was like, what are our taxes going to, you know, if you're not going to remove an alligator, but, um, 
anyway, all that to say that when we were, we were on our trip, I saw something I'd never seen. I, I've never, I've lived in Florida my whole life and never seen an alligator on the side of the road. Um, I, really? that's, that's not really true. There was one time when I was a kid, there was an alligator on the side of the road and, and a lot of tourists had pulled over and they were taking pictures of it. And I was like, they're so oh, stupid because <laughs> this thing could just l- launch out and attack them. And what, you know, what yeah. would they do? I mean, th- th- their, their entire body length, they can run pretty fast is, is yeah. the thing that people don't know about them. So anyway, so I, I've seen one, but, um, what I did see when I was heading back to the airport on our last day is a, an alligator on the side of the road, but it was headless. It was a headless uh, alligator. Somebody had run over it. <laughs> oh, and so my, 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 my real first, you know, one-on-one with an alligator on the road was, was a headless alligator. <laughs> Dang. Somebody, <laughs> a headless somebody alligator? hit an alligator. That's so weird. That there's nothing more Florida than that. You know, yeah. Having him in your pool is one thing, but saying I I was driving along and this alligator was just cruising, man, past me, and I couldn't move, I couldn't avoid it. It just creamed it. I, I just never heard of anybody ever hitting <laughs> an alligator before. I wondered what it did to the vehicle. You know, I I don't understand. I don't really, that's get weird. It. So. Headless alligator. Headless alligator. Ran over. Just let him stay there. You know, Hmm. he's probably still there to this day. But anyway, that's that's pretty much all I've got. Sounds sounds like Florida. Well, I'm glad that you uh, had a good had a good trip. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was an interesting trip. You know, family's always fun in spurts, short spurts. You know. So right. you, you you get there and you start feeling like a kid, you know, cause your sisters and brothers are around and your mom's there and you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, but, um, uh, it was, it was good. It was good. So, okay. uh, uh, my mom, <laughs> my mom did go up to my daughter and she says, you know, I'm going to give you my car one day. And uh, I didn't hear much about the conversation, but I did go up to Jenna and I was like, you do realize she meant when she was dead, right? She's going to give you her car when she's dead. And she goes, oh, no, she she told me that. She told me that right at the beginning. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I die. When I die. she's So she's making preparations. So Is she? Yeah. Huh. So she's, wow. She's like 78. So 78. Hmm. Your mom and my dad are almost the same age. I think she's never going to die. She's going to live forever. So, (laughs) mom, you've been promised to give that car away for years. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody. Who knows what shape it'll be in by the time you know it's ready to be given away. But yeah, I thought that was nice. A very just kind of awkward conversation to have with a with your grandchild. You know. Yeah. Oh, I. Don't even know what to say about that. Thank you <laughs> very much. Yeah, she told me. No big deal. No big deal. I drive a dead woman's car. Not a big deal. Nah. I I, I have, I, I guess, uh, uh, an update, a weekly one of, yeah. of such nature. Um, my, my Johnny, my son, he... Um, He's he's been in a little bit of uh, pain, I guess, so to speak. Oh, I don't know. So Amy and I are are sitting on the couch and we're watching a movie or something. Johnny's off at this event uh, with some of his buddies from school, and he texts me. He says, "Hey, Dad, I just broke my knee." Oh no! And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's hilarious. You're funny." Blah blah blah. Um, he's like, "No, man, I, I heard it." Oh, and I'm like, oh, "Whatever." Ooh. So he's. I go to pick him up and, you know, cause like his events over, I said, well, do you need to go to the hospital or whatever? Cause I'm, I'm really just kind of playing into whatever he's trying to feed me. Right. And cause it's kind of weird that he would even say that he broke his knee, but so, um, whatever. Uh, you're so a loving dad. I can tell. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm a terrible dad. I just put some dirt on it. So <laughs> you'll be fine. That's right. Um, but but I go to pick him up and he's like limping out and I'm like oh man he really did hurt himself oh no I was afraid to tell his mom because he texted me and told me and he he was afraid to tell 
Amy because he was afraid that she would freak out. Right. And, you know, you have to go leave. The I will come and save you. Yeah. So he's limping. I'm like, oh man, this is not good. And so he gets in the car. I'm like, so what'd you do? He said, I dislocated my patella. I'm like, is that even possible? So I checked it out on Google. (laughs) He must have done something because you can actually do that. Um, I didn't know that you could until he did it. But he, what's him and his friends were downstairs, and they were they were working out. They were doing lunges. (laughs) Like (laughs) what? So he said, "Yeah, I was doing a lunge, and I had my slides on, and my foot slipped." And my leg turned weird, and I heard a popping noise. Oh. And I looked down, and my kneecap is on the side of my leg. Ah! <laughs> ah! Like, what? Ah! <laughs> is that what the patella is? The, yeah, the kneecap. I thought yeah. the patella was an 80s Christian rock band. Oh, wait, that's <laughs> Petra. Never mind. Fire it up. Get on your yeah, so. knees and fight like a man. Yeah. Beyond belief. Um, <laughs> anyways, he's, so he's here's he doesn't remember doing this part, but after his kneecap dislocated, his, um, he looks down and it's over on the side of his leg. He says, I'm gonna move it back. Yes. And please. So all of his friends are like, whoa. And so he pops it back into oh, place. Yes. Amen. I'm like no, that's what you're I don't supposed know that to do. I would do that. Yes, I would. I'd freaking get get that thing back in there. He just put it right back in place, and and is like, oh man, okay, everything's good. <laughs> so we are we are still in the midst of uh, of getting things figured out because I had to take him to like urgent care the next morning and mm-hmm. take an X rays and like, well, it looks like it's fine, but we want you to see a orthopedic person, and so we get an appointment over there, and they look at it and say, well, it's probably okay. We want you to get an MRI, though. Oh, my goodness. So now we've got to get an MRI, and they're like, if if it, everything looks okay from that, then he won't have to have surgery, but he might have to have surgery. And I'm like, Because they wanted to make sure dude. the juicy parts are in place. That's what the yeah. MRI is for. The bones are fine, but are the juicy parts fine? Mm-hmm. Is he still limping around? He's he's wearing a knee brace and he's he's okay, but he's, he's not it like up running a little or bit. anything. That's for sure. Is he, is he getting girls to sign his cast or? <laughs> I, should, I should get him a gold uh, a gold marker <laughs> so he can sign his knee brace. I'm just my patella, my poor patella. Hey, hey uh, you should feel sorry for me because I, I I I dislocated my kneecap. I was doing lunges, wearing slides like a smart person. <laughs> He was wearing slides. Did I say that? Yeah. I've, oh, I've heard man. that orthopedic people love flip-flops and slides because those things cause so many injuries. Yep. Yeah, oh. we like to call those a little bonus on your feet right there. My wife was wearing some and stepped off a bus one time weird. And like mm. it, it was just further down than she thought it would be. And it turned her ankle and you could hear a, a, a just an audible crack. Uh, and I took a picture with an old phone and every now and then I'd run across this 1.2 megapixel, you know, photo <laughs> of her red inflamed ankle. It's like somebody blew up a balloon oh. inside of her ankle and, uh, Boy. she had to wear some sort of brace that actually went down further and made her leg longer so that Ooh. when she stepped on it, it was like she was stepping on a peg leg. Instead of stepping on her own heel, you know, Give me timber. yeah, it was weird. It, it it had a stirrup at the bottom, but her foot wasn't in the stirrup. It was strapped up to be about an inch higher, you know, from, from the bottom so that she could still walk around, but, but, uh, yeah. kind of float, you know, and, and her calf took all the pressure, you know? So interesting. Yeah, it was gross. I took a picture of it so I could show it to her over and over and over again. So she would get queasy. So <laughs> everybody tell you this, say, thank God, James Kennison is not my husband. All right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick. I got an announcement. I want you to help us to become an award-winning podcast. It is my dream. It is my hope. It is my fantasy. It is my one goal in life. It is the only thing I want is to be an award-winning podcast. And the podcast awards, you can Google them, um, is the way we're going to do it. And so I need you to go and vote for us. Um, If you would, 
Go to nlcast.com and click on the vote button, and you can vote for that story show in the comedy, uh, uh, you know, description or category. And then you can you can for kids and family, you can do uh, Red School Bus, and then you can choose us again for People's Choice Award. And that would yeah. be awesome if you would do that. You do have to sign up; it's a pain in the rear, but I really it, I wouldn't ask if it didn't mean the world to me. So uh, again, go to nlcast.com or just Google the podcast awards and, um, and, and, and sign up and, and throw your vote in there uh, for comedy, best comedy podcast, that story show. We appreciate it. And we love you in advance. Uh, now let's do some listener stories. All right, real quick though, a word from our sponsors. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. All right, uh, let's do a voicemail. It's called Goat Maze, and I didn't catch who it was from. Sorry about Uh that. Hello, Rooftop Sister Beta and Pooh Flinger. It's the poser here. <coughs> <coughs> oh, sorry, I had something stuck in my throat there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm calling about uh, this that story show. And I got a story for you. So, John, you remember how you were talking about how you used to fling goat poo at people? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got a story yeah. about goats. Uh, when I was in high school, I used to volunteer as staff at a summer camp. The camp director would keep goats because they would eat poison ivy, weeds, and scrubby little trees. One day, the program director thought up a fun activity for the campers. We would build a maze. Mm. He gathered up some staff members and threw down a pile of metal rebar and some two-inch electrical tape. We pounded the rebar into the ground to form a grid, and then we used the tape to create a series of twists, turns, and dead ends. Mm. When we were done... We were very proud of our maze and couldn't wait for the campers to try it out tomorrow. The next day, we eagerly led the campers out to our maze, but someone else was already there. Scattered throughout the maze were the goats, (laughs) munching happily away on the tape. The maze was completely destroyed. That's great. The only things left were a few strands of tape, and a bunch of metal rebar poking up out of the ground like some sort of weird forest. (laughs) So we rebuilt the maze, and the campers had great fun playing in it until the goats ate it all up again. And that (laughs) was the end of our maze. Oh, and in case you were wondering, the stupid goats were just fine. And that's the story of why I hate goats. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So anyway, uh, as it turns out, John... Goats will eat just about anything and everything. So, yeah. That's true. Anyway, I hope your week is a certified banger. Cheers. Certified banger. (laughs) I don't even even know what that means. Banger. So, anyway. It's a good week, yeah. Yeah, you called me a sister rooftop beater, and you uh, a goat poo flinger. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Took me a while. Sister rooftop beater. Yeah, it's from um, it's it's from the triple wide DIY triple wide trailer. Uh, I gotcha. The electrocution right. but, episode where I hit my sister with a broom, um, because I thought she was you, being attacked by a spider, trying to rescue her. Yeah, yeah, but she was being electrocuted. So, yeah. So anyway, she, she made it. <laughs> she did. She's alive. 
James, I, I got a story for you about snakes. Oh, no. Not just any snakes, James. These are garbage snakes. Garbage snakes. I hope you're ready. This comes to us from Eva. Ava, sorry. My name is Ava, and she said it's pronounced Ava, even though <laughs> it's spelled E-V-A. She's been dealing with that her whole life. Ava, I bet she has. Like, Mom, could you just have named me with an A instead of an E? Oh. No, I wanted to Eva. be I wanted it to Ava. be cute. So Yeah, I wanted you to have to explain to every person you meet <laughs> that it's Ava. Every and single not substitute Eva. teacher, every first year of every new grade. Yeah. <laughs> Ava. Well, Ava, she says, so recently me and my family got to go down to Virginia for a vacation in the middle of nowhere. That sounds She sounds fun. really appreciative of her family. Yes. Now, the money. inflection is mine. It's not <laughs> Ava's. <laughs> she did say the calm. middle of nowhere, though. She, she's not thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> middle of nowhere. Did they have internet? No. No. Did they have places for you to charge your iPhone? No. no. It's middle of nowhere. Middle. The very middle. But you know what it did have? It had a little pond for kayaking and fishing. And there's this pavilion with a small kitchen hut thingy on the back, on the pond dock. Hmm. Sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. We left garbage bags at the dock, and I was tasked with fetching them with our golf cart, since it was about a mile away from the house. So I set out on an adventure, making sure to put the pedal to the metal and blast music. Now, I have to say pedal to the metal lightly because this thing only goes like 20 miles per hour. Yeah, but you get to drive a golf cart as a kid. That's amazing. So. Pretty, pretty awesome, actually. I would have loved that opportunity myself, yeah. even if it was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. When I got to the dock, I approached the hut. I turned the handle, and right as I opened the door... A thick, black oh. rat snake <laughs> fell, fell right on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> James, it fell on her. No, I would Even not. I would. I would not need a golf cart. I would run all the way back home to the to the side of nowhere. <laughs> I would get the freak out of the middle of nowhere. I would get out of the middle of nowhere to the side of nowhere. <laughs> She said, I called my dad as I watched the snake slither into the wall. Oh, yeah. That's even better. Let's, you know what? You know what's better than a, a, worse than a snake that you see is a snake that you can't see anymore. Yeah, that's right. Slithered <laughs> into the wall. Now you never know where he's going to come back out and get you. Oh, oh, oh. It's in there somewhere. Oh. I remember when I was in my attic one day and I saw some stupid snake poke his little head out oh, of a hole in the gosh. wood and just kind of looked at me like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I was like, you're not going to be in here much longer if I ever catch you. I tried to catch him that day, but anyways, that's a different story. Um, Ava says, I shakily explained what happened to my dad who ha apparently had me on speakerphone because the whole time I could just hear my whole family belly laughing at my misfortune in the background. He told me I didn't have to get the garbage bags, but I was determined, so I hung up, and I walked through that door Look frame. Look at there. And when I opened the cabinet and grabbed the garbage bags, another snake <laughs> came out of the cabinet. <laughs> <and> almost... <laughs> that sounds like she was in there, there after garbage bags. It sounds like she was in the Temple of Doom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Indy's like, why did it have to be snakes? I just want the garbage bags. <laughs> she stuck her hand in, grabbed out the garbage bags, and almost got bit by another snake. Oh, oh. <laughs> she said, I left so fast and burst into tears because of how much adrenaline was coursing through my body. But uh, hey, be, at least I got the garbage bags. I'm 48. Ava. I'd be crying my head down. I'd be crying. <laughs> I'd be weeping. I would be like, I'm not going in there, Dad. You get your own stupid garbage Dad, bags. gum it. Yeah. I don't, don't even know how I tell my dad. I'm like, I know you left us when I was four, but I'm not getting your trash. <laughs> You're not worth it. You didn't. What have you done for me? Um, let's see. Basil Les Cardis. I hope I did that right. It's a story called Major Misdirection. This story actually happened while I was listening to your show. While I doubt it will make it on the show, I thought it would be a good laugh for you. 
To give this a bit of context, I listened to your shows while driving across the state to spend some weekends with my grandfather. This past weekend, I was listening to episode 416, Weed Man, of that story show, and, and it, it, I was listening at nearly full volume to hear it over my loud vehicle. And then you called out a bit loudly on your phone, hey, Google, what's the Keystone State? That's going to activate my Google. Stop. Hey, Google, stop. Thank you. All right. It's like a never-ending story here. Uh, well, your phone may not have heard it, but mine certainly did. It paused the podcast, and it pulled up information about Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bother to look at my phone, but I got a good laugh out of it and continued driving. I thought that was the end of it, though, but I soon realized that the GPS was prompting me to get off the interstate at the very next exit and turn around. I did not make the connection at first, but after pulling over... I could see that my hour and a half drive had become a 10 hour drive. And at the top of my screen, Pennsylvania had been added to my list of stops. <laughs> I got another good laugh out of him or you got another good laugh out of me. And I hope it will for you too. Basil, this cardist. Oh my goodness. Sorry about that. I'll try not to, uh, to That's do that awesome. anymore. Yeah, we're just going to add another, you know, 10 hours to your day. <laughs> just <laughs> Hey, hey, Siri, uh, take me to Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Somebody's phone is going to go off. Rerouting to Atlanta, Georgia. Alexa, play that story show. There you go. Yes. Uh, we're going to have a whole... We're going to have a whole bunch of people mad at us. They're going to be so mad. <laughs> We're going to have a lot more stories coming in now. Alexa, set the GPS. temperature to 95. <laughs> <laughs> temperature. <laughs> Rerouting to 95. Oh. Hot here. So hot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Basil, thanks for sending that in. Yeah, man. Um, I got a story here from a family. Oh, it's a whole family. Cool. It's the McKnight family oh. from Wickenburg, Arizona. They were so excited to hear that their story got put in the show. They emailed me right back and said, Oh, we're so we're big fans. Thanks. Well, awesome. Well, McKnight family, this is you. And this is your story. This is canine contraband. Dear that story show. We are big fans. Our family loves to listen to your show. Thank you so much. Yep. Uh, due to your recent no poop stories policy, hmm. I now understand why my unisex bathroom story never aired. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, did did no? We, did we not read that. We did not read okay. that one. I we may have okay. done a unisex bathroom one before, but we did not read that one. And that one did not make it. No, sorry, did not. Well, good news for you, James. This story does not include any poop. Thank you. So your rating should be okay if you decide to read it, of course. And that's what I'm doing. So here we go. One afternoon, I was enjoying a slice of pizza at my house. Mm, I'm so hungry. I got up to go to the bathroom and left my slice of pizza and its corresponding paper plate on the ottoman in front of my couch. Yes, I realize the inclusion of a paper plate in this story may seem like an unnecessary detail, but it becomes very relevant. Trust me. As I returned from the bathroom, I noticed my dog, Cecil, you know, like Fielder, the baseball player, Cecil Fielder. I, I don't know if I pronounced that right because mm. I'm not. A, do you know who Cecil Fielder no, is? No, I have no idea. Okay. Lost on me. I, I think I said Cecil is right. So if not, that's your dog's new name, by the way. <laughs> Cecil, get out, of the, get out of the garbage there. Um, Cecil was eating the last of my pizza from off the plate. I yelled at Cecil, who is a Labrador retriever. Anyone who's ever owned a Labrador will note that they are very mildly behaved dogs. I'm mildly behaved. What does that mean, James? I don't know. I, I don't know if he means they're kind of behaved or they're they're just mild, like mild and chill, and well behaved. Like lab, like golden retrievers, I know they're like super friendly and all that yeah. fun stuff. So so maybe they're, maybe they're just not bad. Like, like my dog, I have a tiny dog and she's bad. She will, she's just, she, she will go find socks stuff. and underwear and drag them around the house and she'll get yeah. into trash. And she, so maybe that's what he means. They're just like mild mannered, like, like, mild, uh, like uh, a yeah. Superman, you know, somewhat mischievous, perhaps. 
No. Because, I mean, if, if, if my cat were to jump up on the couch and start eating my pizza, I would have to find a new home for her. I think he's just trying to say this isn't typical, like, all the time. Gotcha. Like, gotcha, gotcha. like, like he, they will do bad things, but it's not normal. Labrador. So. Oh, well, here we go. Well, however, they do tend to freeze up and not know what to do when they know they're in trouble. <laughs> in this case, I was yelling at Cecil. She completed the slice of pizza and, in true Labrador freeze-up fashion, proceeded to eat the paper plate. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I don't know what you do. I'm just going to keep munching on the plate here. I feel so just bad about doing, eating up that just pizza. Just doing normal stuff. You're nothing to see. Maybe if I eat the plate, they won't think it was me. There'll be no evidence. It's dog logic, you know? Well, my anger quickly turned to amusement as Cecil, without the use of any of her paws, ingested the entire paper plate <laughs> as if in slow motion, staring at me with her helpless eyes. Cecil consumed the plate and awkwardly swallowed it down. <laughs> <laughs> she... She looked like a drug mule swallowing his stash of contraband as the officer is pulling him over. She's making eye contact the whole time, you know. (laughs) Giving him the side eye. Yeah. Can Mm. he see me? Maybe if I eat Mm. slow, she won't he won't know that I'm eating this plate. Oh man. I rank that in the top three hardest laughing moments of my life. I hope it makes it on the show. Oh, oh, oh. Did it? Oh yes. Uh, they say that the McKnight family says, stay classy and let me know if you ever want to uh, lift your poop story band. No. Because I got a great one no. about a Labrador pooping out a paper plate. And no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I made all that up, but I'm sure that's where that's going. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. You know how many listeners we lost during our poop story phase? I mean, uh, well, you know how it works is if you tell one poop story, 1,300 people say, oh, that reminds me. I have a poop story. Yeah, and, and that happens with any topic. Like, like just now, we just read a story about a dog eating pizza. Fifteen hundred mm-hmm. people this week will be like, oh, "I my dog ate something, and it was really funny." And and please do send it in. I'm not saying don't send it in. I'm just saying that's typically the way the show works. And so to end the poop flow, I had to stop the poop stories, and now we <laughs> we don't get them anymore, and it's great. And we lost a lot of listeners. People were emailing me like it's just too gross. We can't handle it. And I'm like, I agree. But this is, you know, the the show is shaped by the stories that come in. So I, you know, I had to just put a ban on. So we have to put a limiter on things, unfortunately. And we're sorry. I'm not. They were gross. They're gross stories. (laughs) Not sad a bit. Oh, if I could tell you about the one that, 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 that did it for me. The the straw yeah. the the straw story that broke McCamel's back it was not it was not good anyway uh, Evan from Indiana says uh, he's got a story from uh, called Balloon Battle Hey James and John many years ago as a camp counselor for sixth to eighth graders at a week long overnight camp um, this particular summer was extremely hot and the leadership tried to improvise activities that would allow the kids to be outside without getting too overheated and one of them was a water balloon fight. And as I was filling up balloons, I noticed not only were they pretty big for water balloons, about the size of a football, the package didn't mention anything about water at all. So I shrugged, being 19 at the time, assuming the leaders knew what they were doing. And I give each kid a water balloon, and we began walking to the field to have this big water balloon fight. But on the way, one of the boys decided, hey, I'm going to throw my balloon a little early. So he ran up as fast as he could and threw his football-sized balloon as hard as he could at an unsuspecting back of one of the girls, of course. The water balloon hit her like a rock between the shoulder blades and then hit the ground without breaking. She let out a loud groan and went down on one knee. It had knocked the wind right out of her. Oh, no. Oh, how bad do you feel? But fortunately, there was no other injuries. Needless to say, we broke our balloons over our own heads. (laughs) We bopped them that way, and we didn't risk killing each other with them. Hope you liked my story. Heaven from Indiana. So man. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's the reasons why you get the little water balloons. They they pop yeah. easy. They don't hurt much. And uh yeah, a bag of water is it's it's it is. It would hit you like a rock. It would. And and hurt. Yeah. 
Have you seen those those water balloons that are super easy to fill up? They're, they're, they come in like yeah. a big bundle. Like a bunch, bunch of balloons, of I think they're called. Yeah. Those things are cool, man. They're very cool. If they would have had those when I was a kid, my neighborhood wouldn't have been safe. Yeah, there would have been rubber waste everywhere. It would have been, yeah. Yeah. That's probably why they, you know, kind of limit those things, too. That's true. I would have thrown them at cars, and I would have gotten in big trouble and probably caused <laughs> an accident. Because we, early life, when I was really dumb, we lived in the north side of Jacksonville on Lenoid Road, and there were cars always going by. And one time, we decided to throw rocks at cars, and we got in big trouble for that. And Because we didn't think of them as having people in them. We just thought of them as something to bounce rocks off of, you know? I don't know. Yeah, we weren't right. thinking like we were going to hurt anybody or anything. We just, and they weren't big rocks. They were little rocks, little pebbles, you know, but somebody pulled oh, over man. and came to my house and told my mom and we hid in the bushes oh. and got in big <laughs> trouble. But, uh, I would have thrown water balloons happily, happily at them. So well, when I was a kid, mine, <laughs> we had, we didn't have like a real busy street. I was probably, let me guess. I was probably four or five at this time. And, um, we, you know, there are cars go up and down our road, you know, because it's kind of like a neighborhood sort of thing. And, um, the neighbors across the street, they had, they had water balloons and they were, they were tying them up to, um, to fishing line. Mm. And I thought, man, it looks so cool. I want to do, I want to do something with that. And, and so they said, Hey, we got it. We got a job for you. And so I was like, I want to do something because uh, there's a water balloon, right? And they said, you're going to hold the end of this line and we're going to, we're going to do something with this. So what they did is they threw the fishing line up over, over the, uh, the phone line. Oh my so we gosh. All of our power and, and utilities came in through phone lines down the street, right? Yeah. So they threw it up over that and, and one of the lines would go across the street to the neighbor's house. And so they had a perfect position to, you know, hover a balloon up over the cars. And dangerous. so they they set me up, man. These guys, <laughs> they're teenagers, I guess. Um, and so they set up and they said, okay, w you, we want you to hold this line. And on the other end of the line going up over the power or the phone line was uh, the water balloon just dangling in midair. And they said, when we tell you to let go of it, we want you to let go. Okay. I was like, <laughs> okay, you guys are paying attention to me. This you must awesome. think I'm somebody. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so this car comes down the road and they say, okay, get ready, get ready. And I'm holding on to this line. I'm thinking, I got one job, man. This is going to be great. <laughs> and, and they say, all right, let go. And so right as the car goes underneath, it drops down right behind the car, just barely misses it and splashes oh. it. And, <laughs> and that car stopped. Oh, no. And those dudes, they got up and ran. And me, I'm just kind of sitting there like, what do I do? <laughs> the nice thing is that they, they, they didn't suspect me. Oh, that's me being nice. The that's dropping good. the balloon. So they were, I don't remember what happened after that, to be honest. But man, <laughs> I think those dudes got in trouble because uh, uh, they were friends with my sister. Uh -huh. And my sister probably told on them. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't get in trouble. But man, that was a great memory. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got played. I didn't hit the car though. I was really hoping I was hoping I would have. <laughs> maybe I was too scared that I was gonna get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you were. Well, yeah. I'm glad you didn't cause an accident, you know. Yeah, that would have been bad, I guess. Been a, that would have been a terrible a terrible thing to be like Well, I I threw the water balloon and it shattered the front windshield causing the driver to swerve right into my friends and oh, they were rammed into a pulp pieces of <gasps> body pieces were everywhere it oh. rammed into the old lady's house that lived next door to me right into her living room and she didn't last very long with a with an engine block in her face oh jeez jeez I just stood there. It got dark. <laughs> just stood there wondering, when does the fun start? When when's uh, the funny part? Why did they involve I, me? And why are they strapping me into this jacket? And my <laughs> hands wrapped around the back. Why are they putting me in kit jail? I didn't do anything to deserve this. Nice callback, mm -hmm. man. Yeah. Callbacks are always funny. Oh, so anyway, dark, <sighs> the dark story's over. So.
it, w- it would have been a totally different story show. Yeah. It could have happened. It would have been something out of uh out of a of a John Carpenter film, but Anyway, we got one more story. Let's let's do it. Oh, and this one's for me to read. Yeah. This is Plate Pirate. Is this about a dog perhaps that uh that eats your food when you walk away <laughs> unsuspecting? Uh no, this is from Joanne Bretts in Ohio. So I've been listening to your podcast since nobody's listening. Oh, probably wow. 2010 or 2012 or 2013. Yeah. I, like so many other people, was looking for a clean podcast while I worked at my cleaning job in the very early morning. Yeah. You should I, listen to a clean podcast if you're cleaning. It just yeah. makes sense. It, I think it would make you do a better job, in fact. Yeah. Yeah, you listen to a dirty podcast while you're cleaning. You There's might no ha- telling what you're going to You miss. never know what kind of crap you're going to leave around. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. Well, Joanne says, I had since stopped doing that job and have moved on to other things, and I didn't have any chance to listen to podcasts for some time. I have since started listening again and have tried to pick up where I left off. I've always thought about sending in a story, but I hadn't until now. Well, I'm glad you did. Yeah, it's about time. That gun. It's only been about 10 years. Goodness. Well, I guess we can keep doing this then. Um, Joanne says, I have four children. I'm also a grandmother to two beautiful boys and a little girl on the way. Well, congratulations. This, is, uh, this story is about my third child, my youngest daughter. She was always the one to watch out for. She was always getting into something or climbing on everything, you know. I have many stories about her. Many stories. <laughs> Something about that third child, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the one that you just kind of give up on? Yeah, we you know, were talking about that. Baby. My kids and, and I and my wife were eating dinner and, and uh, on our trip. And uh, Jenna's like, why didn't we have another kid? And we're like, we, we saved you guys from the weird one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the third kid's always a weirdo. So third kid yeah you know what i'm technically the third kid oh no there you go (laughs) i'm right smack dab in the middle Uh, got an older brother and sister and then two younger sisters so that's that's me right in the middle there uh so i can relate weird you're a weirdo well you know everybody forgets about the middle child they just well not on our show you're not on our show you're front and center buddy (laughs) that's right the third child's coming out well uh third child um this is this is one i've told many people this story and of course i get the eye roll from her now whenever i tell it so she was probably about four or five at the time and me and my other children were at church one day it's a catholic church so they were going row to row passing the offering basket around well just uh, fyi they do that in the baptist church as well yes probably every church. Um, Just, you know, that's how they do. Uh, My daughter was sitting next to me and a lady whom we didn't know was sitting next to her. As they passed the basket down the road, the lady next to my daughter passed the basket full of paper money piled up inside the basket over to my daughter. (laughs) My daughter had a very confused look on her face when the lady (laughs) handed it to her, but she proceeded to take the basket from her. And then reach inside with the other hand and take a handful of cash out (laughs) before she handed the basket back over to me. They're giving out money, Mom. (laughs) Mom, I want to take up the offering, too. I love church. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love taking up the offering. They always make me give it back. Um, Of course, I had to correct her and let her know it was not for her to take. Mm. And then I handed her the money that I was going to put in the offering and and, and let her put that money in the basket as well. I'm sure that was a great consolation prize. Thanks. Not only do I not get to keep the money I stole, I don't even get to keep the money we have. That's right. I get to put more money in the basket. Uh, Me and the lady next to my daughter had a great laugh. (laughs) I have other stories about my daughter when she was younger because she's a third child. Yes. But I'll save them for another time. (laughs) I added that emphasis there, by the way. Thanks so much for doing the show. It had gotten me through many, many tough mornings at my cleaning job. And now I'm doing my own thing at my computer and listening to your show. And sometimes I have to stop typing because I'm laughing so hard. All right. Take care and God bless you all. 
Joanne Bretz from Ohio. Thank Thanks, you so Joanne. much, Joanne. Thank you, everyone, for your awesome stories. We do appreciate it. Surely you have a funny life story. Whatever your story is, call us toll-free, 833-55-STORY, or email thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Review us on iTunes or wherever you found us. And thanks to our patrons for your support, with special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Cuvay, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today. I mean, more stories. That's basically what we're talking about at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember... When something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, don't don't go into the place after the snake falls on your freaking head. Just take that as an omen that there's going to be more snakes and think this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next time. God bless. Take care. Peace out. She was brave, wasn't she? She wasn't brave. She was stupid. That was stupid. You don't go to a... If a snake falls on your head, that is an omen. That is a... That is... That's like the opposite of getting pooped on. Like some people say bird crapping on you is good luck. What People who say that have never been crapped on by a bird, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And, and you know, a snake falling on you anyway? is right up there with breaking a mirror or walking under. I mean, that it's not even in the, it's, it, it's beyond that. It's like if there's a snake that has fallen on you, that house is cursed. There's a devil in there. <laughs> And you need to burn the whole place. Down. Yes. Yeah. There's spiders and snakes. And, uh, ugh. It'd be like if there was a snake that showed up at your wedding. Don't get married. At Parker, our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.